Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz. Get ready for a workday pick-me-up. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SCNZ. Welcome in team, welcome into your Thursday afternoon here on SCNZ, you're in the afternoons with Steffi, thanks to Gull. They fuel your mission all year round and they certainly fuel this show for four hours every weekday, Monday to Friday, we really appreciate their support, so get yourself down and support them because they support us, why not? That's how we stay on the airwaves, gull.nz, get your intel there. Um, Show today... As per usual on a Thursday, we'll be talking to Tony Johnson, Sky Sport Rugby commentator. Uh, We'll be chatting about the All Blacks 15, of course, All Blacks Wales. Uh, We haven't spoken to him since they played last week against Japan. Um, Improvements, what's he expecting selection-wise. We'll also touch on the Women's Rugby World Cup, but we're going to go a little bit more in focus on the Women's Rugby World Cup, of course, with the semi-final for the Black Ferns taking on France. Um, Christina Sue, former Blackfern halfback, she'll be talking about this weekend's semi-finals in France. Should they be as warmly favoured as they are? Have we made that many improvements? She knows the players in depth. She's watched every game in depth. So looking forward to chatting to Christina just after two. We also have the big semi-finals. It's getting serious now. It's getting very serious and... um, our roving reporter, Captain K, has been putting in the work for the semi-finals of the GWE Top of TV character Jamboree. There's four players left. Four players left. And we're going to announce the first semi-final uh, after the 12.30 news. Also going to have a quick chat, quick catch-up with uh, Annie McCook, Greyhound racing commentator down there at Addington, who's taken over the mantle and very hard shoes to fill of Trevor Wilkes, an absolute legend of it. But the New Zealand Greyhound Cup is on next week, along with the Galloping Cup and the Trotting Cup. $100,000 race for the Greyhounds, and they've also got the Galaxy Sprint and the Stayers Championships, and all the semi-finals were last night. So we will catch up with Andy about uh, what impressed them last night. 
and uh, always good to catch up with the, the good folk from uh, Greyhound Racing New Zealand. We'll have a quick update from Ren and Popperwell as well. Looking forward to a lot of World Cup odds, I'd imagine, this coming weekend. And we're going to play Show Me The Money towards the end of the day. And don't forget The Vault as well. We're on day two of The Vault. Seven fantastic questions pitted to us yesterday. You'll get five today and see if you can unlock The Vault $100 TRB bonus bet up for grabs. Now, Midday Madness, this is where you talk and we listen. And we discuss. I want to talk about this, um, the prospect of an Anzac 15 taking on the Lions, British and Irish Lions. Is it a good idea? I think it is. I'm quite looking forward to it, if it was to happen. Uh, Logan doesn't like it, uh, producer of Mornings, and I don't think Sammy Hewitt likes it either. I think his words were, what a numpty idea or something like that. Uh, Not a big fan, Sammy, but... I quite like it. Um, it's sort of like the Southern Hemisphere version of the Lions. If we combine South Africa as well, that'd be an absolute doozy. So, first of all, is it a good idea, or do you think it's just a money-making marketing farce? Or do you like it? I'd definitely watch it. I'd definitely be interested. And I think as as much for the build-up to it about who makes the team. How many All Blacks? How many Wallabies? If it was to be played sort of now, um, I've sort of got my team. that I, I've got the number of Wallabies, I think, that could make the team. That's what I've got. So keen to hear you, what you think about, A, what do you think about the Anzac 15 concept, taking on the British and Irish Lions when they tour down to Australia? And who do you think would make it from the Wallabies? I mean, granted, there'll be more All Blacks than Wallabies, but if it was now and not 2024 or five, four or five, um, I can't remember the year actually I think it's four um, let us know who you think would make the team 0800 150 good idea bad idea and who would play from the Wallabies give us a yell it is midday madness well listen buster you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness We go to the phones and we talk to Zaid. G'day, Zaid. Do you like the idea? Um, maybe. I don't know. Another another option I wouldn't mind as well, which they've done in rugby league, is I know it's not the same thing, but like a Maldives rugby team versus the Aboriginal team would be quite cool, I reckon. Oh, yeah, like a heritage round. What do they call it? Uh, the uh, All-Stars. Yeah, like Indigenous an All-Stars, All-Stars. like a rugby version. Yeah, that'd be quite yeah. cool. All for, the, all for the game, right? You have to have one player from each country that plays rugby league, and um, I reckon a player from each country from for AFL. I reckon or something like that. Oh wow, yeah. And that, but that, but that, but they're on the bench or something like a like a sub. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like yeah, like different rules. Yeah. And I reckon like um, yeah, and I reckon like you make it like a shorter game, so it's more of like a. I reckon you could have it like as a what's it called like a. You know how they kind of have like all stars like NBA, but like a shorter kind of I reckon like a shorter version maybe. Mm. Yeah. What about a big game maybe of like bull a... rush, Zaid? Big game of Anzac Bull Rush. <laughs> <laughs> I'd quite like maybe. that. Maybe. Yeah. Nice. Awesome, Zaid. Thanks for kicking us off, buddy. Thanks. As always. All good. Bye. There he is, Zaid, the life member of Afternoons with Staffy. Um Good idea, bad idea. He was a bit ho hum. Uh let's find out what Brent from Wellington thinks. G'day, Brent. Staffy, I reckon it's a brilliant idea. Should yep. be on the anniversary of the Gallipoli landings every second year. Oh, now you're talking. 
eh? Yeah, bring a bit more meaning to it as well, eh? Yeah, the Yarpies went there, it was just us two and the British went there. Well, my history's not that good, but I like the sentiment. You, you, you clearly know a little bit more about the history of it. Oh, yeah, mate, I reckon it's a brilliant idea, Steph. If we're allowed a squad of 30, 15 All Blacks, 15 Wallabies. Sweet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hey. And have a big bench. And yep. Steph, why, why not one game in Australia and then the following year we play them in the UK? Geez, you're making a lot of sense, Brent. <laughs> not bad for rugby here, eh? <laughs> you haven't taken enough knocks to the head. You're making too much sense. Okay, brother. Good Sweet. on you, mate. There he is, Brent. He doesn't mind the idea. Doesn't mind the idea. Who's your? Who's? What does your team look like? And now I know a lot. A lot of the current Wallabies and current All Blacks won't be available in a um, in a couple of years. Um, but if it was to happen now, I'm going to tell you these these are the ones I think right now should make the Anzac 15 from the Wallabies. Michael Hooper, absolutely, Michael Hooper. Um, I'm going to come back to the loose forwards, okay? Michael Hooper, Taniella Tupo, in that kind of game, fantastic. Because it'll be like a Barbarians-type game. Give the ball some air. That guy is a phenomenal athlete. The size of him, but the speed, the step, the hands, everything. Taniella Tupo, bang, he's in the front row. Um, Lenny Ikatao at centre, I'd have him in there. Let Rico go on to the wing. Show us his wears at wing again. And I've got Marika Korumbeti as well. He's he's a wing. And the other one, Rob Valentini. Now, number eight. What about Adi Savia, you say? I'd have Hooper at six, Savia seven, Rob Valentini eight. What a loose forward trio that would be. I would froth that. So I think at least for those five, and you could make arguments, I think, um, for probably one of the halfbacks, um, McDermott, I really like Tate McDermott and, and that sort of game as well. Um, and I know I'm saying now, but in a couple of years' time, there will, no, there will not be a Retallick and Whitelock and they've got some good young locks, the Wallabies. One of those can probably get in there as well. But for me, Hooper, Tupo, Valentini, Ikitao, Korumbete, minimum. That's what I think. What do you think? 0800 811. We'll talk to Jono. G'day, Jono. Steph, how are you, mate? Good, thank you, sir. Against this concept, and, and the reason I am so is because what, what does it replace? And um, you know, is it going to replace one of the Wallabies games against the Lions, or is it going to replace some of the games that we like to see against the Lions? And, and to me, that's I think in theory it sounds cool and it would be awesome, but um, you know, it will change the face of Lions tourism. And you know, fast forward a few years when the Lions come here, are we going to be happy that they won't play one of our? Super teams, or you know, the Māori All Blacks, but they'll play a, a combined Anzac side. Um, yeah, so I, it sort of waters it down a bit. Yeah, I don't want it to be at the expense of one of the traditional ones because I'm all about tradition and rugby. But I think it should be the last game on tour, a bit like the Barbarians game is the last game on tour in a Northern Hemisphere tour. If it's the last game and um, the Lions can empty their benches and we can have All Blacks and Wallabies combined and play there. Yeah, not at the expense of a test, not at the expense of a regular tour match, but an additional one. A bit like um, the Lions came here and played the Barbarians, admittedly, the first uh, game of their tour up in Whangarei. It was brilliant. It was a Heartland Barbarians-type team. Remember that game? That, w- that was awesome. No, exactly. And that's what I'm, I'm worried that, you know, the Lions tour is about having some of those 
those alternative games, I guess you'll call them, and, and matches and giving, you know, I think it was Heartland players were part of that as well, mm. and giving those players an opportunity to play against the Lions. And, and let's face it, the Lions are going to want some easy teams to play in a warm-up, and then they're going to want to play a couple of big games that make the money, and, 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 and I just don't want this to come at the expense of, of some of those other games. But in theory, it's a cool idea, but, um, you know, I just wonder whether um, it's, it's really needed and, and is it going to earn more money? Is it going to draw in more viewers? It probably will draw in some viewers from a, a New Zealand market to give the Lions tour in Australia a little bit more attention. But um, I, I, to me, I, I sort of it's not really needed. The Lions tour is already so unique. It already sells out every game. It already draws in massive um, viewership. You're not kind of fixing a fixing a problem there isn't a problem there to fix I think although just thinking about it though if a Lions tour to New Zealand versus a Lions tour to Australia we've got five super rugby teams we've got Māori we've got uh, that Heartland teams Australia don't have that they've, they've got you know um well, they've got five, well, they've got four or five now, five super rugby teams, but they don't have the Māori game, they don't have the Barbas, there's no other teams for them. So if, if a Lions tour is, I don't know, 12 games, they're not going to have 12 teams for them. It'll take away the three test matches. There's probably room in a schedule in a Lions tour to Australia. There's probably not room in a tour to New Zealand. Correct, but I think even reading from what I've read in Australia, it's going to be a shorter tour, and that will be the way it comes in New Zealand, where in future years they're not going to play, you know, the Maldives and uh, and all five Super Rugby franchises and Ababa. They want shorter tours mm. um, and and bigger games. So maybe that's part of it. I just I just feel it's not really a problem that's uh, that's needed. I said, look, we we beat the Lions anyway. Maybe they need to come here and beat us. Yeah. Really. For us to combine to try and beat them, um, yeah. But you know, um, that, that's my personal view on it. An interesting team concept and make some good radio and PR to talk about who the teams might be if you merge them together. But I don't think it's going to add and sell more bums on seats um, outside of a normal Lions tour anyway. Mm. All right, buddy. Thanks, Jono. Not a huge fan, Jono. Um, I, I just sort of picking it. Um, I mean, if the Lions went to Australia, they'd have three test matches, five Super Rugby teams if they wanted. Um, so that's eight. Um, what's another team in Australia that they could they could play? I guess they could play an Australia A or an Australia Juniors or or something like that. Could they play a universities team, something like that? But outside of those eight games, which would probably sell out all of them, now imagine the game against the Western Force over at that new stadium in Perth, fantastic. I mean, they probably would all sell out, but the Anzac 15, I think they're going to target the MCG. That'd fill. That'd be 100,000 people. Oh, my gosh. Um, and that would be the ninth game. I don't know. I, I take Jono's point. I don't want it to be at the expense of a traditional game. Um, definitely not a test match, and I don't think that would even be on the cards. But um, an Anzac game... And I have to be careful that I'm not just speaking from New Zealand, a New Zealand rugby fan point of view, that um, I want this to replace a game against the Rebels or the Force or the Brumbies, because I, I don't. I want the traditional games to stick, but there's not the breadth of opposition that they could throw against the Lions that New Zealand has. That's just a, a fact. Um, Heartland 15, that there's no equivalent to that in Australia. Uh, New Zealand Māori, they could possibly put together an Indigenous team. That'd be fantastic. So it's a watch the space, but do you like the idea of an Anzac 15 taking on the Lions at the end of their tour? 
um, against the touring British and Irish Lions. Uh, there were a lot of discussion about it. Um, and gosh, we could we could probably do a whole week show on who would coach and who would play. But at the moment, which Wallabies, if it was to play this year, if they were in the middle of their tour and if they were to play this year, which Wallabies would make their way into an Anzac side on merit? On merit. Um, how many would get in there and who would they be? I've given you my one, two, three, four, five minimum. Who are your ones? 0800 150 It's Midday Madness. We'll take your calls after that. Really want your thoughts. Uh, getting some great texts in on this Anzac 15 proposition. Uh, not many people play, picking their players, uh, Wallabies, that you think will make the Anzac 15 if we were to play now. I know that's a little bit fanciful because they're not playing now, but just just humour humor me that. But uh, do give us a call, 0800 150 That's why we keep the phone lines open. We got a text here saying, I agree with the first caller. I think that New Zealand rugby would 99% ditch one game. Um, maybe the Provincial 15 or one of the Super Rugby teams, which would probably be the Landers due to stadium capacity, if they could fit an Anzacs versus Lions match. Um, Matt says, it seems rather arrogant that everyone is saying no Wallabies would make a joint squad. That must have been previous show. I'm not saying you're wrong, Matt, if that's what people are saying. I disagree as well. Um, Wallabies, are, they've got some great players. Uh, they arguably should have beaten the All Blacks in Melbourne, and we have not been good for a while now. A few names to begin with. Hooper, Corumbeti, Callaway, Valentini, Tupo. Any of their halfbacks. And in addition to that, um, I really, really like the idea. I think it could evolve, and the combined squad could tour the United Kingdom in four-year cycles, completing a Grand Slam. To those saying the viewership wouldn't be impacted, that's rubbish. This would draw an audiences for from more markets and would hands down make more money. The Anzac Lions, call them the Anzac Lions, Poppy as a logo, I love it. Oh, I like the Poppy as a logo. We could really, like, that's one thing I love about Anzac Day, Anzac Day is the, the, the unity that it brings between New Zealand and Australia. And the Anzac test that the Kiwis and the Aussies um, play is fantastic and the ceremony around it the, oh, the Anzac would we be the Lions? You'd probably the Anzac you watch the muck it up and call us the Walla Kiwis or the something like that but just the Anzacs we could just be the Anzacs and go over there and imagine playing France oh, imagine the Anzacs playing France and playing England at Twickenham, the Anzacs united as one put our arms around our foe for the collective good of Southern Hemisphere rugby, and that's what it would create. Is <clears throat> it's long been thought for a long time. Southern Hemisphere teams outperform Northern Hemisphere teams, and the <clears throat> the balance is tipped now. So it'd be South versus North. Not a bad, not a bad idea, Staffy. As long as Ian Foster is not the coach. That's from Brian. I love the idea of the Anzac Fifteen. Let's downtrow. I'm going to have to reword this. Let's downtrow those chaps and give them a damn good shellacking. <laughs> uh, what about what about if before the Anzac game, if we have a celebrity rugby game? Not against that either. I'd like to see, I'd like to see, and they used to do it uh, NRL, I think they still do it in AFL, just the classic length of the field race. Get all your fastest players. I'd like to see them do it at the NPC final and all the teams that haven't made the final. So it's every team except the ones playing in the final, chuck your fastest runner down to 
where was it? Orange Theory Stadium, have a race. We would love that. Have a kicking competition. Have who can punt it the furthest? Who can place kick the ball? Have a place kicking competition. Pre-game, half time. It'd be fantastic. And I tell you what, that the kids would love that. There's all this talk about losing generations. We have to make it more entertaining, more sexy. We need more innovation. I don't want to mess with tradition, to take an earlier caller's point of view. I don't want it to be at the expense of the traditional, I'm going back to the Anzac 15 thing here now, at the expense of the traditional test matches, the locked-in, important, you know, the games against the Blues, the Hurricanes. The I wouldn't want the Highlanders to miss out. Any team, in fact. Chiefs, Hurricanes, Crusaders, but I don't want them to miss out a game against the the Lions, but I quite like the idea of something just a little bit different because it is all so same, same, same. Um, Rory has come in on the subject. Uh, Lions? I don't make jokes about Lions, and I pride myself on that. Rory never lets us down. Never lets us down. Sam, you said to me before we came on here today, you, well, I don't, can't remember the words you used. It was just sort of an offhanded that you weren't a fan of it. Uh, no. Why? No, nah, I'm not a fan of it. Well, I'm sort of in, um, who was that, that that called up just just before the... Um, Jono. Jono. I'm sort of in his camp. Like, why? Why? What? What is it? I don't get what it achieves. Like, the test window, we already talk about how the test window is so crammed, the international window. We, we need to... There's a lot of other things we need to fix before we start putting together New Zealand and Australia. Not to mention the fact that I'm interested to know how the Lions started. You might, do you know the history of how the Lions started? How Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England all came together? No. There's probably some story out there, right? Was it was it pre or post World War Two? I don't know where they. There'll be some reason why they came together, but I just don't think us in Australia today fit together. I don't think we want to play with the Wallabies, do we? Oh mate, you telling me the relationship between England and Scotland is fantastic? No, n- now it's not. That that's the point. But I'm saying it mu- because of the history, when it first did happen, maybe there was you know good intention there. Goodness me, it was founded in 1888. Well, there you go. Wow, yep. I never knew it was that long ago. Eligible players from the national teams of England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, the Lions, they're a test side, often selected by players from 1888 onwards, combined British rugby sides toured the Southern Hemisphere. The first tour was a commercial venture undertaken without official backing. Um, interesting. The history yeah, of Yeah, so my world. thing is, if you try to set up the Lions today, mm. do you really think all those teams would want to play with one another? And I don't think they would. I think it's just because it happened years and years and years and years and years and years ago where that probably wasn't as big a factor, and now it's history. But I don't think you could go to, if they were separate, you couldn't, England couldn't go to Wales and Scotland. I'd go, hey, guys, how about we bandy together and all go down to the Southern Hemisphere? But everything that has history had a day one. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying their day one may have happened when they were more amicable or they were happy to, to bond together, you know, in, in, a, in a sporting context. I don't know. Purely speculation that I just don't think we fit with Australia to go up and play. And in a really arrogant way, do we need to? I mean, I'd much rather just see the All Blacks play England at Twickenham regularly, every year, three-game series type thing. Well, you that, know? that ain't happening. I know, but that's and what I'd is, rather see. This is once every... Now, remember that the Lions, they tour New Zealand, four years yeah. later, Australia, yeah. four years later, South Africa. Yeah. So it would only happen once every four years, this game. Would only happen one once. One game. One game. 
one game. Like the Barbarians. Yeah, I love the when the All Blacks play the Barbarians at Twickenham or wherever. Um, I love that game. I love that game. Why don't we just have a Fords v Backs game once every four years? Sam. <laughs> <laughs> North v South. Come on. State of origin. Yeah. Island of origin. Do you like state of origin in the rugby league? Love it. Absolutely love it. That, that's not very old either. Everything has to start. I'm not saying it has to be old to be good. I know you're saying everything has to have a start. I was just saying I don't think, yeah, I don't think we suit the Wallabies like those Northern Hemisphere sides fit the Lions. And your argument is, well, they, they don't fit now, but they might have when they did set it up, which is why I think it's contextual. <laughs> that makes sense? No, don't make sense. Let's just fix the damn international rugby calendar first, Steph, please. How long have they been trying to do that? I this know, is but that's what I'm ga- saying. This Let's is an hour it. and a half of rugby, and they've been trying to fix the calendar for 20 years. 20 years, 20 eh? years with no solution, and we're going, well, let's just pick this out in half. Now, Steph, I'll put, a, I'll put a hypothetical to you, mate. You, you know, you've worked in many work environments, including this one right here, Steph. How many times do you ask for things to be fixed and they, they don't happen? How frustrating is that? Look, I've got a good idea for some hooks out in the edit uh, suite. <laughs> we'll take some news with Johnny Macca. Sorry, Johnny, we're a little bit late. I was going on a rant. Uh, let's find out the real new sport and weather. Well, listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet. To the rockin'est beat of madness! Taking your calls on 0800 and remember uh, you could well be the caller of the month and you could win the Oklahoma Jacks Black Jack Charcoal Kettle Grill. Able Living uh, is giving the best SENZ caller of the month chance to win that. Uh, the more I've thought about it over the news, the more I like the idea, actually. And I don't know whether that's Sam's stubbornness or just my common sense that thinks we'd do something just a little bit different in rugby. Let's find out down in Christchurch what Bruce thinks. G'day, Bruce. Happy, hey, buddy. Yeah, interesting. I got the old grey matter working. Um, <laughs> I sort of agree with Sam. Why? I'm not, I'm not sure why... Um, you would just do that. But here's a thought. We've struggled with seeing our other codes, especially the round, the, the footballers playing any international football in the last five, ten years here. Probably probably similar to hockey as well. Why don't why don't we organise a gathering between start with Trans-Tasman, where we play them in football, rugby, and hockey. And we actually do it on the in-between the off-season somewhere in winter. Don't have the rugby championship. Have that every second year or something different. And actually create uh, a new sort of comp- mini-competition that involves the different codes. And I believe that's the only way uh, New Zealand football is ever going to get many games, to be honest, because no one wants to come all the way out here just to play little old New Zealand. It's too expensive. There's nothing on it. So, so let's let's just start with our neighbours and and create uh, a bit of fervour over that, and, oh. and get something going, and then work on that. Yeah, I, I agree. The the Socceroos is the natural opponent for 
the All Whites. So I 100% agree with yeah. that. That's a that's a separate subject to the rugby thing because they they operate in completely different spheres. Um, but gee, imagine a weekend where we took them on in rugby, hockey, volleyball, basketball, blimmin' anything. Yeah, <laughs> be awesome. Yeah, but, geez, but I mean, it, logistics uh, would be a nightmare. Well, it doesn't have to be seven sports, but you know, start with three. It, I can't see any reason why it couldn't. We always say logistics, but mm. look, all of the all of the the sporting schedules uh, are ridiculously um, full. I, I, and I've, I've been trying to work on a uh, a publication to actually call you and with with my information about the, about New Zealand rugby and the world of rugby, but I haven't quite finished it yet. But around the whole the whole topic of too much. Mm. And I, I had a discussion with workmates in the last month and my family. Meaning, unmeaningful games of rugby. There's just too many. Yeah. You know? You, if you talked about the Lions tour or, or um, the Barbarians game back in 74 or whatever, you and I remember it. Because there wasn't that much. Just everything now is just overdone, mm. and it's probably all television based oh, because we can produce some. Um, it's revenue such gathering. Good viewing. It is revenue on gathering on the screen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Pointless. Yeah. Well, you keep working on that report and get in touch I'm with me when you've done it. All right, mate. Working on it. Trying to limit it to a 1,000 words. Okay. Okay. Okay, mate. I'll bust it out between our breaks one day. Thanks, Bruce. Okay, buddy. Cheers, man. Um, Let's go to Blenheim. Uh, Matt has taken it upon himself to call the show. G'day, Matt. Hey, you going, Snappy? Good. Thank you, Matt. uh, As you say, look, I sent a few texts earlier, obviously, but um, felt compelled to call because the more I think about it, the more I really like the idea, but more as us touring the UK. Yeah, I think that that, that that grand slam, you know, because I think that there's so many possibilities to go back to the um, the rugby calendar problem, which has obviously been a problem for a long time and no one has a solution for. Um, I'm happy if we go if we do this every four years, alternating with the Lions tour, so there's something every couple of years. In those years, we we do it in that November window when the All Blacks, the Wallabies, and that are normally in the UK anyway. They don't play those years. The All Blacks don't tour, the Wallabies don't tour, but maybe we send the Maldives in their place and the Australians might send a Aboriginal side, perhaps. I don't know. But that way, or, and also, it gives greater importance to the Pacific nations that will be playing up there at the same time. Because mm. the Fijis, the Samoas, the Tongas, they can all be the sort of warm-up games for the Englands, the Scotlands, the Ireland's, the Wales that we're going to play in those Anzac tests. And I think that that could be a way of decongesting the All Black calendar and the Wallabies calendar and and, and giving a bit more importance to some of those less nations that don't often see the limelight um, as, as lead-in games to those Anzac tests. I like it. I like now. Some people are going to disagree with you, Matt. I'm going to agree with you. I think there's a there, there's a discussion there. there there's, there's a plan there. There's, there's an evolution I, there of something that could happen. I just feel like you talked about it with your last caller. How there's, not, there's too much meaningless rugby at the moment, and I think that that's all, as you pointed out, it's all to do with dollars and cents, and unfortunately we're not going to change that. Mm. But if we can work, work within those bounds and still you know, find ways to have put on events that are going to create revenue and, uh, and, and give the games more greater importance, 
then I think it makes sense. But I think that when I think about it as a tack-on to a current Lions tour, it doesn't have the same importance because it's going to have that thrown-together feel about it because whoever the Lions are playing, whether it's us or the Wallabies, mm. that's going to be the focus of those teams. They're not going to be focused on the Anzacs game, whether it's at the start or the end of their campaign. They're going to be focused on their three tests against the Lions. So that uh, I guess the, the build-up squads, to go into something like that, it's going to need serious build-up. They're going to need time together in camp things like that, and it's just not going to work, I don't think, in that scenario. I like the idea of it, but I just don't see how it can work in a traditional Lions tour, mm. but it could work in those alternate years. Oh, it'd be something different for a change. My God. My God, it'd be something different and refreshing, I think. Matt, thank you so much for calling, buddy. Cheers, Dad. Cheers, mate. Uh, there's Matt, uh, 0800 I'm going to take a quick break. But before that, I just want to do a shout-out. A shout-out, a big happy birthday shout-out to Graham. Uh, he must be a Scorpio just like me, so an incredible human. Graham's from Bedpost, and it's his birthday today, and Bedpost are a big part of our operation here. Um, and I understand Graham's probably listening as well. So not only does he support us, he listens to us and enjoys us. So Graham, happy birthday champion. Um, I can tell you I've got 37 texts on the Temper Bed Post text machine, and that's thanks to you, mate. Have a great day, Graham. We'll be back in a moment. Match up for the GWE Top of TV character Jamboree, but first we go to Gizzy and talk to Joey. G'day, Joe. Yeah, afternoon, Steph. I've uh, got a big thank you to pass on to yourself for uh, tipping us into that emissary on uh, Melbourne Cup Day. Mm-hmm. We uh, we put it into our uh, our box of eight horses, and we got 22% of the first four. So thanks very much for that, big boy. Oh, mate, that's fantastic news. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I paid 23 grand, so I was pretty happy too. <laughs> but, uh, but going on to what you're saying, uh, listen, we're still batting for... Uh, Test matches in the Pacifica. We're still batting for our our Polynesian brothers, you know, for your All Blacks to actually give back from what we've taken over the last how many years. Mm-hmm. And still trying to add another game. Listen, our All Blacks come back, they can't play the five games, they're the rest of five games in Super Rugby. And we're looking, I know we're looking for contents, and I know it's a great idea. Even better, like you say, the Anzacs go play in France. Go put the game in Turkey on the, you know. Mm. But I think I think we need a bet for our Polynesian brothers first, and let's let's get a let's get a biannual test match rolling with those Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, right? Before we start to head off to country and say let's bandy up with the criminals across the strait there, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and let's go play you know a test against the Lions. And I think, like you're saying, we don't want to we don't want to bring down any any of the money that exists already amongst those those annual clashes when the Lions do come. But uh, I think there'd be so much debate there. Who's the coach? Mm. Which player's better than which player? You know? And like you say, it's a roar in the media for, for that. Or you can play it, you know, four 20-minute quarters where you sum off different players and you bring different players on, like you say, four barbarian squads. And, uh, and it's uh, like Australian team first up, all-black team second up, and then a mixture for the last 40. Mm. But I think... Uh, it's got plenty of links, but I think um, you know we're looking for content, and that's why they're bringing it out there. Everybody wants more, more, more. But like I said before, uh, you know maybe we need to look at something like a celebratory week of of sports, but uh, you know with, with different codes. But as you know, Steph, in the real world, that's not going to happen. It's too expensive to bring the boys back from Europe. They play so many games as a football player. Uh, yeah, it's 
the hard work and these ideals that we think that used to happen don't happen anymore because everything's driven by revenue. Mm. So, you know, that's why you have to have inbreaks, Steffi. That's, that's it, mate. Fun. That is it. You're <laughs> so, bang on. So we, all know, we all know how it works, mate, but um, keep talking it up, are you? The chat's good. Yep. And everybody's got a great opinion, and you know, and that, that's why we talk up on 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 your on your station. But cheers for that, Staffy. You know, uh, we just got a trip to Bali with your girlfriends, and uh, out of your emissary, and uh, we paid a little bit more off the mortgage. So <laughs> cheers, big guy. Good boy, Joe from Gizzy, emissary. Oh, probably name is next born after that. Uh, we'll have our last break now. Give us a decent ramp up to the news. The GW after this. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.